podcast you've been looking for all along. Step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world. Welcome to No Tracers. Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. I'm also known as No Tracers, No Dot Tracers on Instagram or No Tracers on TikTok. If you guys actually want to watch this podcast and you want to see my guests' photos along with the audio, you can actually check it out on the Just the Letter K YouTube channel. That's where I post the podcast. It's where I post my exploration videos and a ton of other like travel photography videos. So if you guys want to go subscribe over there, that'd be sick. If you're new to this podcast, please hit the subscribe button. And if you've been listening for one episode or 50 plus episodes, please leave a rating and feedback on the show. It helps us grow. It helps us find a broader audience of listeners just like you. And it gives me feedback so that I know what you like about the show. So thank you for doing that. If you do that, please take a screenshot of it and send it to me at no.tracers on Instagram. And I will actually send you a signed photo print of an abandoned place that I've explored as a way of saying thank you for supporting the podcast. So this week on the podcast, my guest is known as Infi, Influence Photography, or Infi for short, on Instagram, Infi underscore. He is from Houston, Texas, and he explores all over Houston, all over Texas, and he's friends with some other people we've had on the show, Hidden Image, and a couple of other people that I've had on this show before, or guests that I'm going to have in the future. Super stoked to share his stories with you this week on the podcast. Before we get into it, just a few things. First of all, I have a book out, a photography book about urban exploring called No Tracers, an Urban Explorer's Diary. If you want to pick up a copy of it and check out my stories in photography, you can do so at notracers.com slash shop. Over on notracers.com, you can also get a transcribed version of this episode and all my other episodes. If you are hard of hearing or if you know somebody hard of hearing that wants to enjoy this podcast, uh, we have transcribed the podcast thanks to podcast.ai. You guys are the best. Thank you for listening to another episode. Last thing before we get into this one, we do have a partner on this podcast, and that is Liquid Death Mountain Water. I've made an ad for you. Here it is in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid death. Murder your thirst. So if you want 10% off your order at liquiddeath.com, grab a case of water or 50 cases of water, however much water you would like to consume. Get a set of koozies and then use code just the letter K for 10% off your order. All right. Without further ado, Enfi, please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. Oh, what's up, guys? Uh... My name, actually, I go by Enfi in the photography world. And I actually have been exploring for about five years, actually. Um, pretty crazy, pretty gnarly. Um, I just enjoy it, man. It's pretty awesome. 
<laughs> so what got you into exploring in the first place? What made you catch this bug? Man, that, that's a really good question because, I mean, I'm from Houston, Texas, and there's not a lot of things happening over here. So I've noticed that we, I, I think I was Googling, like, ghost stuff. And somehow I ended up figuring out there's abandoned, like, breweries, like, here in Houston. And I was like, you know, I need to go check this out. End up not being in Houston. End up being, like, a 30 or 45-minute drive from Houston. And so I hit up, like, two of my homies who never done Urbex. Keep in mind, I never done Urbex. So we're like, dude, let's go explore this place. Um, and so we end up, we end up doing it. We end, and we actually end up loving it. But I think what kept me going was is that a week later, uh, the guy who I invited, he ended up dying. Um, he got in a car, he got in a motorcycle accident and it chopped off his head. And I think from there, I'm like, damn, like, I just kept it going just as a memory. And also it's like, dude, like, this was, after, as, as I kept going, this became more like a rehab for me. Like something that I can like enjoy and do because I was actually a full-time dancer before I became a photographer and I dislocated my knee and my doctor said I couldn't dance, I couldn't walk, a bunch of BS. And I had to find something, I had to find something. And somehow, I don't know how I got into it, but it just ended up working out, you know, for the best of me. And, and also I just do it just because of the memories from my homie because man, that's, it's like, that's what I cherish now. It's like, come on, like, sorry. It just makes me sad sometimes just talking about him. No, um, I got you. I got you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like, that's how I started because of my homies. Well, we all started together and then he ended up, you know, passing away. And I'm just like, you know, I can't just let this go. And so ever since then, I've just been pushing, pushing and just put keep, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have a similar story. You know, one of the first guys I met here in like California, I went to a photography meetup and uh, people wear costumes and stuff. And this guy had a Spider-Man costume on and oh, wow. we clicked instantly. I took a bunch of photos of him that night and like we became really good friends and we had like a group of us that would explore. We'd travel around the country and st wow. do stuff together and just take photos. And, you know, he was like 27 and had a brain aneurysm at the gym and oh, just wow. died like right on the floor at like 27 years old, you know? So we kind of keep his memory alive by traveling and do, doing these road trips and continuing to like do photography and stuff. So I totally like, I feel you when it comes to like talking about that stuff, like keeping that memory alive is really yeah. important and it makes it even more special. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, that, that's crazy. And I just felt chills when he just said that, cause that's just, it's just crazy how you can just lose somebody and legit they're not coming back. Like that, that to me just really like mind blows me. It's not, sometimes it scares me, but man, we really need to enjoy life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So for you, when did photography come into play? Was it like an immediate thing? Did you just have a camera right off the bat or did you like pick one up along the way? So I actually, um, like I said, after I stopped dancing, I just came from like a Bible college and got back to Houston and I didn't know what to do. You know, and so one of my homies, he was a DJ, and I saw his camera, like, you know, on, on his bookshelf. And I was like, yeah, hey, yo, uh, how much for the camera? He's like, bro, like 500 bucks. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yo, that's, that sounds cheap. Because I'm thinking cameras are expensive. <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds cheap. Like, yeah, dude, uh, I don't have the money now, but can I do, like, a payment plan with you? I, I, like, I was just trying to, like, 
at least get the camera and say, yeah, man, just pay when you can. I'll say, so legit, every time I got a paycheck, I'll send them money, send them money to, till finally I was able to buy it. And then that day that I bought it, uh, I got introduced to Instagram. And then there was like a photography meetup here in Houston. And so I just went to my first photography meetup with a brand new camera, not knowing what I was going to get myself into. And I think that's when it sparked it. I'm like, yo, like everyone's doing like Urban Street. Um, there's smoke bombs. There's still wool. And from there, I'm like, yo, this is this is a vibe. Like, <laughs> this is dope. And then I'm thinking it's legal. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm like, oh, crap, why are cops coming? <laughs> like, why are cops here? Shit. And it's like, bro, this is illegal. It's like, how is, can this be illegal? Like, I was just like really just like mind blown. It's like, we're not doing anything. We're not like doing anything we're not and he's like bro just cops are not gonna understand i'm like all right you know and ever since then i met like a couple guys there we became really good close friends i'm like hey guys are y'all coming tomorrow i'm like yeah we'll be here tomorrow i was like bet so it, it, it was just from there and we just kept shooting 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 i was shooting auto and then one of the guys was like hey bro you ain't a real photographer if you don't know how to shoot manual <laughs> and i was like what what's manual and i was like dude you have to switch the, the trigger you know to the end i'm like okay and i'm like bro what the heck's going on to my camera like i don't know how to like this <laughs> so he's like bro you gotta mess with it and i'm like all right bet so ever since then i just went to downtown he's downtown every single day try to learn how to use my camera not knowing what i was doing I think like two weeks in, I was like, all right, I think I got the hang of it. And then when I hanged out with them again, I was like, hey, bro, I think I got the hang of it. And then I just, you know, show off like, look, I think I'm doing it right. And I'm like, damn, bro, you picked it real quick. I was like, yeah. And, and I think from there, that was just like, for me, that was like game over. Like, man, I found something new. I found something I enjoy. This is awesome. And like the adrenaline for me was like, yo, I like it. <laughs> and then from there, it just came on. I'm that's when I met uh, Jason, like Hidden Image, and the rest of his cast. They hit me up on Instagram. They're like, yo, you trying to go on a trip? Keep in mind, I don't know these people. And, you know, since a little, I was told, don't hang out with strangers. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I flew to, I don't know where, I think, I flew to go meet them, getting out the plane. And I'm like, bro, I might get killed. Or I hope they go catch. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just flying into a random place, not knowing who they are. I'm getting in the car and we're about to do a seven day road trip. And next thing you know, I think that was like, it changed my life. I'm like, yo, this, this is what I want to keep doing. And I think that's how it sparked everything for it for me. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing, man. I love it. I I love getting to meet up with other people like from Instagram and stuff. I went to Nashville recently and uh, I've had this guest on the show before called Abandoned Nashville. And I ended up meeting up with him and like another guy that I had on the show, Big Banks, happened to be there with him. And Steve Ronan was with them. And oh, wow. we ended up like, yeah, dude, we ended up going to like a house and like an abandoned school and like doing all this shit together. It was so sick. Like <laughs> this podcast is like bringing opportunities into my life. And it's like, I'm so grateful for it. You know what I mean? And, dude, and so awesome. grateful for those connections, dude. Like it's, it's super rad. Super that's rad. awesome. I mean, I, I met Steve. He's a cool guy. It's yeah like, dude, that, that's that's pretty gnarly <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy man so man. speaking of like uh camera gear and and other things like that do you have any gear recommendations for people that are just getting into the hobby and this can be like your shoes that you wear a backpack a flashlight anything like that that you would recommend 
man so don't talk don't talk to me about shoes man i'm like <laughs> no i actually i get called on i get called out a lot when i uh go exploring because i wear like nice shoes like branded shoes six thousand dollars no not six thousand i'm like two hundred dollars five hundred dollars pair of shoes and they're like dude aren't you messing them up it's like bro shoes are meant to be worn bro and true and I'm like, if I'm gonna go in there, I'm gonna go in with style. Like, <laughs> if I'm gonna get like arrested, I'm gonna get arrested with style. Like, you know, just like, <laughs> that was just my big motto. And, and so shoes, man, just wear, what I've noticed, everybody wears boots or like hard steel shoes, whatever, because of nails and stuff. But gear wise, um, I started with a crop sensor, a Canon 3Ti, and I think that was like the best camera that I've ever had on my hands. One, it was easy, it was simple, and it's cheap. So for beginners, crop sensor is probably the way to go. Um, if you have the cup of cash on you, then I recommend full frame, which is a little bit more like an upgrade. It's like a Toyota going to like a Tesla in a sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but recently, I just, I'm getting into Fuji. Fujifilm and I just went okay. to a camera store today and I'm like they convinced me I'm like so I might be going back to crop sensor because the Fuji wow. room is kind of killing the game now so my friends are going to be happy I've been kind of saying no so it's been a battle <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. but in backpack I mean just find a good backpack that is waterproof or like water resistant on Amazon and you can't go wrong with that to be honest and just carry light honestly carry like in case you have to run because <laughs> you probably have to run <laughs> if you're carrying heavy man that was my biggest l <laughs> it's like carrying heavy for sure no, oh so, my god so yeah I've, I've learned i've learned my lessons <laughs> yeah i'm trying to downsize right now i have like a wandered prvke uh like carry bag it's it's huge it's gigantic it's like 21 liters it's awesome it's an awesome bag for like traveling and stuff but like if you're trying to explore like that's too much you need like a smaller bag come especially on especially with those tiny holes you know like you know there's some yeah abandoned places that have tiny holes squish through a fence or something like bro sometimes mm -hmm. my backpack wouldn't even go through i have to take everything out put it in there, <laughs> put it back on. shove it in there and then i'm take like it man off. this is such a trouble <laughs> yeah right yeah, we don't have time for all that. We're trying we to be stealth. <laughs> we don't. All right. Do you have any urban exploration injury stories? Oh, I do actually, man. Uh, Sick. The second one, second trip I did with Jason, we went to this place. I don't know where. I'll... Man, when I'm with Jason, I forget where we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jason is one crazy guy, man. I love him to death. Um, he, would just, he would just let's hit another band. Let's hit another band. I'm like, bro, it's like two in the morning, fam. Let's hit another one. It's like, all right, man, let's do it. So when I'm with him, I, f I feel like I hardly sleep with him. Like I hardly sleep. So we're just, I keep forgetting like every band that we hit until I look at the photos. But there was this one incident where we had to figure out how to get inside of this mega church. And we didn't find a way to get in. So we had to go to the side, climb this pipe, and get to the second store window. And so, you know, I'm short, I'm like 5'4", and I, I can't jump too high, you know? So I have to like find ways, run up the wall and hold myself and pick myself up. So we end up getting inside the, the church and we're like, "Wow, oh, this is awesome, this is beautiful. And then this lady decides to come outside. She says, 
she calls the cops first and doesn't tell us then she's like hey guys how's it going in there we're like stay quiet stay quiet she doesn't know that we're in here and so we're like you know just stay quiet don't don't get too close to the window and she's like oh by the way i just called the cops they're actually on their way i called them like a few Fuck. minutes ago and i was like oh man come on like <laughs> just like so we're like grabbing our stuff down and we legit had to jump from a two-story window and so oh Aaron was just jumping super fast and i'm like oh man oh man and you know your adrenaline is hitting like you're not thinking you're just just not trying to get caught so it was my turn i jump and i land i land and my i land on a nail and the nail goes straight oh. to my uh straight to the straight to the shoe all the way to my skin and i'm like fudge you know i was just like and but it hurt so bad that i didn't have time to process it i'm here thinking i need to leave i need to leave uh we're about to get caught we need to bounce <laughs> so i legit am running with my with my feet it's all bleeding and i'm just like bro we gotta bounce we gotta bounce we got in the car we drove and then we parked at some corner store and that's when i take out my shoe and i was like bro Aaron was like bro we need to take it to the doctor and i'm like man screw this we need to hit bandos and so, <laughs> <laughs> and so i think like their courage just roughed up on me and i was like man it's all good it's all good and they're like bro we need to get you the tennis shot i'm like i don't know what that is we need to keep hitting oh bandos and oh so, my god <laughs> like, oh my god so let's do it and so like you sure i'm like yeah let's do it man we just went on we just we went on hitting more bandits after that. And I went to get my foot checked out after I got back to Houston. Luckily, it did not get infected and I was good. But I'm like, bro, like, that was like the worst pain ever. Just jumping from a two story window, landing on a nail. Like, it's just not like, and that's when I learned I need some boots. Like, this. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wearing wow. like some nice shoes. I was wearing some Yeezys, and it just went straight <laughs> to it, bro. I was like, bro. Oh god, Yeezys not made for urban exploring. <laughs> They're not, and I wear that every single time I go exploring. And so he's like, dude, I'm like, sorry, man, I just gotta go with style, you know? Yeah, <laughs> sacrifice it. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yep. Man, All right, was... so you good? Go ahead. Oh no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, like, what's the longest amount of time you've spent in a bando? Oh, man. That was when, I think that was when Fran and Becca be working to Houston. Um, I was watching Becca. Uh, man, shout out to her, man. RIP, though. But love her. Um, she came to Houston, and she was live on her Instagram. And I'm like, hey, I know how to because they were trying to find a door to go to this uh this inside of this bando i'm like i know how to get in this is how you do it so i'm telling her how i'm guiding her while i'm uh, on the on live chat first she didn't know who i was but since i knew the location i was able like to guide her and then she hits me up hey we should hang out so they come back to houston again and then we they take me to this new bando i've never been to and we just spend the whole day there like morning to like night the whole day and we were inside like this morgue, um, this, it was like a hospital. And it was so beautiful because the, the place, the, I've never seen equipment so like, oh, like from the, probably from the 1990s. It, it was just really, really old. So I'm not sure the year, but it, it was amazing. And then it started thunderstorming. 
and lightning started happening and, and Fran was like, bro, this is awesome. This is some good BTS. So they were just like recording the window, lightning happening, water stripping. And I'm like, damn, man, this uh, for my for me, I was like, this is this is life. Like, I've never done this. I'm hanging out with the OGs and I'm like, I've never spent this amount of time in a band, though. And of course, they were filming for their YouTube video. And I'm like, because I'm so used to going in, snapping photos and leaving. Like, I'm so used to doing that. So hanging out with them, I thought that was like an experience, something I would never forget. And that was just amazing for me. Just hands down, one of the best experiences I had with them. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. What a great story, man. I miss her. And, oh, yeah, dude. That was, uh, um, what was her username? Like, Abandoned uh, Suburbia, I think? Uh, oh, B-Word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, B-Word. Yeah. Damn. Damn, man. Too many people gone too soon. For real. She looks like she's still a goat. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Uh, tell me about your scariest exploration. Paranormal or just scary by cops? <laughs> Either or both. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one uh, I can tell. I, I didn't get Well, yeah, I kind of got scared for a bit. Uh, I've never done a shoot that involves um, having artists. Like, you know, artists will hit me up. Hey, let's do a photography shoot at a band, though. I will always say no, always. Because one, I'm like, I'm thinking about the safety, and then I'm thinking about, like, I don't want to get in trouble and I don't know how they grow and stuff. So one day I said yes. And it was just probably the best experience I ever had. And also I think that's why I never, I just stopped doing it. Uh, we went to this abandoned warehouse, which it was not even worth it at all, to be honest. But we ended up parking in front of a car and behind the car, there was like 16 cars behind us and we didn't know that all the cars behind us, their windows were busted open. We just didn't know. So we parked in front of the, their car, in front of car, uh, in front of all the 16 cars. And somehow I think the neighbors called the cops. And so the cops showed up, keep in mind, they thought it was us because our car was the only one not like broken. So they sent a helicopter, they sent six cops, they sent the fire department, they sent the sheriff. Oh they sent, and they're like, we know you're in there, come on with your hands up. I'm like, what? Like, what the hell is going on? Like, you're just like freaking out. I'm here like, calm down guys, it's not a big deal. They're probably, someone's probably outside, you know, getting arrested, we're good. No, that, that's what I was thinking. But no, they were actually horning out the whole entire warehouse, we couldn't leave. The fire department came, the cops were getting on top of the ladder, so they were getting on the roof. So in case we got on the roof and left, we would get caught. So like, we there was nowhere that we could leave. So they found this, they told us to get down. Once they got down, they had the guns on our faces. And like, get on the mm. floor. And I'm like, oh man, dude, we're about to die. <laughs> and, oh my God. And I'm sorry, and it's like me and a different types of, you know, um, color people. And so we're just like, man, we're gonna die. But they had our guns on our faces. Man, what the heck are you doing here? Are you the responsible for breaking all these cars? I'm like, we're not doing nothing, sir. We're just taking photos. We're filming a music video um, at this <laughs> location. And that's it. We don't believe you, blah, blah. Are you tagging in this location? I'm like, no, sir, we don't do graffiti. Like, you can check our hands. They were checking our hands. 
So we had no nothing on our hands. You know, they were just searching us. They didn't let it go. They didn't let us go for like three or four hours until the sheriff had to come. They got it. They had to get the owner of the place, and they just wouldn't let us go. And they really were trying to get us to jail. And now I'm like, bro, dude, this is like the worst experience ever. I never had like just that happen to us. And thanks, you know, they figured out it wasn't us. They found the person that let us go. I mean, we're gonna let you out of the warning next time. Don't be trespassing. I'm like, man, we won't. And I think that's when I learned my lesson. I'm like, don't invite people. <laughs> just hang out with the friends that you know, and people will be doing it for the, you know, for a minute. And just, mm. just don't invite people. Um, but well, at least like don't do like um, photo shoots like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, and from there, I've learned my, I just learned, and I was like, you know, never again. But um, <laughs> paranormal activity, man, that's like a hit or miss for people. You know, some people believe it, yeah, some people don't. For sure. Um, I was one of those that didn't believe it <laughs> until it happened to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it happened to me like twice. And one of them was, again, another abandoned hospital. I went inside the morgue. Keep in mind, it's Houston weather. We're 104 degrees. It's hot. And plus, inside of an abandoned place, you know, it gets even hotter. And we're like, man, I'm like, they want to go explore the place. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I need to find this morgue. So I end up finding it. I go inside this morgue, and I kid you not, it was below, like, 50 degrees in there. Oh, Nope. <laughs> And that's like in a 104, you know, degrees hot, like outside and inside. Like, so it was just kind of weird, you know, like having a morgue, like be really cold. So I go in there and I start shivering. I'm like, man, why is it cold in here? So I, I, I don't think I just go straight out and go call my friends. Hey, man, check this out, man. The morgue is actually like pretty cold. So I go back. It's hot. The morgue is hot now. Like the cold Whoa. is just left. And I'm like... Man, I swear, guys, it, this was cold. I like, and they wouldn't believe me. I'm like, I swear, guys, this this was this was cold. I kid you not. I'm not lying. You know, I'm, you know, then I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm probably just, I don't know what's happening. It's probably the heat. You know, it's making me delusional or whatever. So, they left, and I left, and I was like, and I still had it, man. I swear it was cold. I go back, it goes cold again, and I'm like, okay, man, this is just tripping me out. <laughs> so from there. I said, you know, screw it. I know what I saw. I know what I felt. <laughs> um, I was just gonna live my day. And then I had like two other people, photographers came the next day and they're like, bro, they called me and they went at me and they called me, hey bro, Infi, okay, can you get us out? Can you find a way to get us out? Cause I feel like this is haunted. There's like dogs in here barking so loud, but there's no one here. And I'm like, Damn, Bram, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> like, yeah. And then he was like, the elevators are just going up and down. They're they're opening and they're closing. And like I'm like, damn, bro, I didn't have that experience, but that sounds pretty scary. Uh, let me go find a way to get you out, you know? And so that was like one of the from there they believed me. I'm like, dude, when I went there, it was cold. He's like, I believe you, bro. Since we had a different experience, I know this place is haunted. I'm like, okay, good. I'm not the crazy one. <laughs> and then the other one, I went to, uh, I don't know if you heard it, it's the Baker Hotel over there in Fort Worth, Texas. And it's it's a well-known hotel. 
like you can literally find it on Google. Even like locals go there and just take pictures with their sons and their babies. And because I've seen those photos, and now it's, I think it's being constructed or, or redone. I went there with my homies, and um, I go in there again. My friends leave. Man, I swear there was someone was touching my shoulder. Like legit, Ugh. just I felt someone was just touching my shoulder. Like if someone like would just grab your shoulder and just move you, that's how it felt. And I'm just standing there with my tripod with my camera, and you know, and and the walls behind me. I knew no was behind, so I, it, it moved me. And I looked back and like, bro, what the heck, man? Here we go again. <laughs> that's all I said. Here we go again. They're not gonna believe me. So I didn't say anything. I didn't tell them this place was haunted, but I know what I felt. Next thing you know, um, I go back again like another day with my friends and they both feel it too bro someone's touching me and i'm like sweet i'm not the only one that's crazy so then from there i'm like you felt it too right and it's like yeah man someone's here someone's touching me and i'm like yeah bro people are not gonna believe us but i know what we saw i know what we felt and bro this is gnarly i i became a believer after that i'm like this is crazy like this is crazy and i think it happens to those people that don't look for it you know what i'm saying like if you're looking for it for i sure. don't know if it pops out or nothing but i wasn't looking for paranormal activity at all i was just like bro this is beautiful i, I like this is a beautiful bando and it just can't you know end up you know encountering stuff and i was like bro this is just creepy man <laughs> yeah i think gnarly. i think if you like seek it out it, it hides you know what i mean yeah so it's just that's the two experiences I've had, to be honest. Other than that, I haven't had any experiences in other worse bandos, apparently, that I was told they were haunted. And I never had any experience like that. Just in mm. two random spots that I wasn't looking mm. for. Next thing you know, I'm like, that's crazy. yo, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Like, that, that's, like, nuts, dude. Like, I love hearing about those kind of stories because, like, like you said, like, some people are, like, on the fence about it. But if you've experienced it, you know what's up. Correct. Yeah, like, I was on the fence about it. And I still think I am. But, you know, yeah. like, I'm like, bro, that happened to you, bro. I'm like, no, it's my mind playing games. And I was like, so it's just like a battle now, a battle of mind with me. But, yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, social media for a second. Uh, how'd you come up with your username? Oh, actually, uh, I suck at names. I really do. So I was talking to one of my mentors. Uh, his name is uh, Jesse Hernandez. He goes by uh, DJ Overflow. And we were just going with names. And he was like, chatting names. And I, somehow he's just like, I told him, I want to do something with influence. Like something that can impact people you know i want my work to speak for itself and i just want to hide my face i just want my work to speak for itself so i need to come up with a name so he's like how about um envy and i'm like what does that mean <laughs> and he's like so what he did he just took out influence like the first three letters of influence like inf and then he took out the last three words uh, i'm sorry the last three letters of photography phy and then he just put them together. And I'm like, influence photography. It's just envy. And I'm like, yo, that's gnarly, bro. And I was like, that's pretty sick. <laughs> so ever since then, I just ran with that envy. I was like, it was, it's just sounded so unique. And, and ever since then, I was just like, bro, thank you, bro. I made a brand out of that. And it's just been crazy. 
Like so sick. It's so sick, man, for real. <laughs> That's awesome. And you just started in 2019. You started Enfy uh, Feet Dangles. I love that page. Oh, bro, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I forgot what year it started. But yeah, I started the Infinity Dangles because I was like, man, I do a lot of even, uh That's why I think that's how I got known in Houston. Just like, oh, this is the guy who just gets on rooftops and just feet dangle over the building skyscrapers. It's pretty you know, crazy. And then I'm like, I just started doing it. And then I started doing it with sandals and socks. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, this is so cool. And... I was like, you know, I need to make my own page, like a whole different page. It, it could probably like blow up. I don't know. I was just thinking, this is a cool page. And I just created it and, and it's just there now. Just to remind me, I'm like, bro, damn, you've been to all this like craziness and you're still alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Man, Do you have any? Of course, of course. Do you have any bucket list items, like places you haven't been to yet that you really want to go to? Oh, yes. I have a lot, actually. Um, Bandle-wise, there's so many bandles that I want to hit that I haven't been able to due to, like, just, you know, finances or just life, you know, in general. Um, mm -hmm. But I kind of want to start doing, like, the worldwide things, like going to Japan, um, going yeah. to, like, Canada, um, Toronto, and, like, going to... Um, Iceland and like just exploring like the other side of the world that I haven't yet seen and I like for me looking at photos I'm like yeah it looks cool it's probably fake it's probably photoshop but then I'm like yo this is real like this is real in real life and you need to experience this and you know like all right bet so I think that's that's me like I have to experience so I can believe it and so I'm from Houston and I've never seen mountains in my whole entire life. Like I haven't. Mm. So when I started traveling around in the United States, like going to Abercrombie, New Mexico, and like, you know, that side of town, uh, I started seeing mountains for the first time. And I'm like, bro, these are so huge. Like, like I didn't <laughs> know this earth had this. Like, I was just like a little small baby. Like, so this yeah. is what history about. Like, I was just like, uh -huh. this is amazing. And then yeah. witnessing snow for the first time, I was just like such a kid. I'm like, bro, this is snow. Oh my God, this is snow. This is white. Like, this is real. And then, like, when, like, when it's in all that, it's just so. Now I do have not. Then I think that's when I became going to the bucket list. I really want to visit the Grand Canyon, and like it's the Ant Antelope Canyon, I believe. Ant yeah, Horseshoe yeah. Bend, Horseshoe Bend, or something mm -hmm. like that. Like that that area. I really want to visit that. I just think it's so cool. Uh, I want to visit Seattle. I haven't been. I hear that it's just so moody. It rains a lot, and yep. so many vandals over there. I want to hit, so I want to visit that. And also, I haven't visited California yet. It is on Come my on. bucket list. It is on my bucket Come list. Come on out here. <laughs> and I really want to visit it. I want to visit the homies, but most of all, like I just want to enjoy time. You know, I just want to create memories with everybody that I come across. And but yeah, in the United States, I just some of the places I want to visit. Oh, in Colorado. Ooh, yeah, just people it's, just, sick. it's pretty sick. But outside, I really want to go to Japan. Yeah, and Taiwan. Um, just those places. I really want to try their food. <laughs> their food is so good. Absolutely. But, but yeah, I just that, and I just want to hit bandos over there. I just feel like sure. I need to like travel. I feel like that became my therapy. And then when pandemic yeah. happened, I feel like I be I, it just ruined a lot of things for at least for me. 
and I think that helped me like slow down and I think I got kind of a little bit depressed I'm like I need to get out I need to get out I need to go explore and so now that out here in Texas um, the mandatory thing just got lifted so I'm like bro it's time to start traveling <laughs> so I'm right. to start meeting all these new cats so <laughs> absolutely yes. I, uh, sorry I you're good. You're good. No, that's awesome. Like, I love hearing about like the bucket list stuff that you want to do. Like in uh, November, I, I went out to Denver or like Colorado for for like two days with a friend of mine, Urbex Off Limits, and we hit oh, he, st- he came to Houston and, I, and sadly, I wasn't able to link up with him. I was kind of disappointed. He's rad. Man. Yeah, he's super cool, man. God, that's awesome. Hey, bandos, that's amazing eight bandos in two days it was crazy we like didn't stop we were like let's just keep going that sounds like me and jason's crew man oh man we were hitting eight band we were hitting bandos night and day we probably like we just slept in the car for like 30 minutes 40 minutes and we hit another bando i was like bro y'all crazy so i know (laughs) that i know the rush and i know the feeling that's just an amazing feeling like yeah for sure that's pretty rad And it was good. Like y'all didn't have no trouble or anything. Nah, we didn't have any trouble, man. We the last thing we hit was uh, this abandoned military like bunker where they used to store the intercontinental ballistic missiles. Wow. And it was like, it was like miles and miles of tunnels underground. It was like probably like seventy five degrees on the surface, and underground it was probably like forty or fifty degrees, just so cold, and like there was like water build up everywhere, and like. Dude, it was crazy. We went into the rooms where the missiles used to stand up, and, like, it was just crazy to see that kind of shit. Wow. That is pretty gnarly. Like, yeah. seeing that and in real life, that's probably, like, mind-blowing. It was nuts, dude. And it was, like, in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, like, in the ground. We just had to, like, go th- under this, like, grate thing that's, like, sealed off now. So, unfortunately, nobody can get into it anymore. But, like... Dang. It was crazy. I'm so glad we got to go in there and see that. And like, I wish I had, I wish I had the courage to go deeper, like into the place. But like, I was kind of sketched out at a certain point. I was like, I dude, right. I don't want to get lost in here. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, we're underground with no phone service right now. Like, this is crazy. Damn, uh, that, that's nuts. awesome. That's that's crazy, yeah. bro. It was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> So like, my my last question for you is, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Damn. Go with somebody at least to a band up. Never go alone, um, unless you got that kind of courage. But like over my experiences, going with at least another person, it's so much better, and it helps you keep an eye on things. Because I've had see well i mean i've seen i've heard stories where people just go alone and they'll just either get stabbed or you know uh, get robbed and Mm. stuff like that so i'm like just go with somebody um go with someone that you trust and it's not a scary cat (laughs) um (laughs) like someone that's probably like more braver than you in a sense that can encourage you like come on man we gotta do this we gotta do this because you know we're human beings we have flesh and we sometimes get scared and we're like Nah, but just having that encouragement, I think that's just I think that's what was Jason was with us. He was like, Come on, let's do it, let's do it. Like, All right, man, let's do it. Um so yeah, go with somebody and just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Um That being said, um I have an extra story if you wanna hear. 
that absolutely happened here in Houston. Um, we had a hurricane that flooded the whole entire Houston, like the whole entire Houston, that it took like seven days for the water to go down. Um, and people were just starving to death and just, it was just nasty. So after it went down, um, there was a bunch of hospitals that were flooded. And I might, you know, I'm like, bro, this is the best chance to hit bandos. So I actually went to this abandoned hospital and I knew how, and I knew how to go. Well, I had to find a way to get in, but it had black mold, like, like everywhere, like 98% it was full of black mold because it was flooded. And I was like, man, I don't want to go in alone. So I called one of my homies. Nobody wanted to go with me, nobody. So I'm like, you know what? I posted it on, on Instagram. Hey, who wants to go explore me? Not giving out locations or anything. You just I see someone would say something and then I'll pick like, all right, he's trustworthy. So finally I got some cool cats and they finally came with me. I told them, hey bro, we need to go to Home Depot, buy some respirator masks because there's a lot of black mold and you know, black mold is pretty bad for your lungs. So we go in, I kid you not, it felt like uh, that TV show, um, Stranger Things. Mm. It felt like that. Like you can see the mist just going through the, to the hallway, um, the particles just going through the hallway, black mold on the, on, the, on the side of the walls, blood splashed on the hallway. Like there were just dead bodies there. And it was just insane. So as we're going in, the, the, the odor started getting really, really strong to the point where it was going through our mask and our mask couldn't like really like filter it. So I'm like, bro, this smells crap. So we end up I'm like, bro, we can't leave until we find at least one uh, hospital, you know, machine or whatever. Like we need to find something. So we end up finding a hospital bed, not a hospital bed, like when they do like surgery and stuff like that on it. Mm-hmm. And it was covered with blood like the whole entire thing and when blood when it's flooded blood mold the worst smell ever and we're in there taking our shots trying to breathe like you know with our mask on we we probably didn't even last 10 minutes in there that's how bad it smelled we got our shots and we left and i think that, that those shots has been like the crazy stories I can I have told to people. They're like, man, you never went there. And I'm like, bro, I, and I'll, then I'll show them the videos and then the photo and they're like, bro, you're crazy. That's insane. Is that even real? People thought it was Photoshop. And cause you know, we, we're humans. We hardly see anything like that. So it being flooded, seeing like bodies like that, just blood splashed everywhere. I felt like I was like in Stranger Things field. And that's been such a, like a wicked, experience at least for me and houston and then like legit one week later the whole entire hospital gets destroyed gets demolished wow and i'm like bro i'm so glad i went in there documented it and left (laughs) it's like i was like man nobody would have known you know like everyone's just still trying to recover trying to you know fix their house fix their roof insurance and i'm here like i need to hit a band up <laughs> <laughs> like we just got flooded like and we survived so i need to hit a band up something must wow. it's like something must get hit so that's one that's of the a wicked, crazy story that is pretty crazy the smell was nasty and the fact that oh, we yeah. couldn't last 10 minutes in there that just proves to you that it was nasty <laughs> oh yeah 
Ugh, gross. <laughs> well, hey, thank you for coming on this show. Like, if people want to keep following your journey, where can they find you online? Drop your social media. Yeah, man. Uh, feel free to check out my social media um, at Infy, um, I-N-F-P-H-Y underscore. You can tap that on any platform, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, man. Hit me up, send me a DM, and let's chat. <laughs> and also, thank you for having me. All right, guys, that was my episode with Infy. If you guys want to check out his photography, definitely do so. His links are down in the description. Thank you so much for listening to another week of the No Tracers podcast. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and leave a rating and feedback on it so that I know what you liked about the episode. And so other people that are looking for podcasts to listen to can come across your feedback and give this podcast a shot. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week for another episode. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go explore something. And remember, leave no trace. <laughs>